Welcome inside episode 692 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba, alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains. And we're recording a little bit later today, but it's well worth it because we have a packed show, including an Ottawa Senators game day, their first rivalry matchup up against the Montreal Canadiens. And we have an update on the update for Tim Stutzla's update. We'll let you know whether it's good news or bad news. All that plus, we now know where Alex Formanton will be playing the rest of his season. All of it is brought to you by Farm to Fork. Visit farm2forkdelivery.ca and feel the Farm to Fork difference. You will never go back to grocery store meats. This is the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Wednesday, December 14th. The show is free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube where the best way you can help the show grow is to like every video by clicking the thumbs up, subscribing to the Locked On Senators channel, be a friend, tell a friend. The road to 5,000 subscribers continues right here on Locked On Senators. And not only are we your home for Ottawa Senators content five days a week, Monday through Friday, but we also have the postcast after each and every Ottawa Senators game. We read the comments. We want everyone to know as well. We're working on getting our mics up as the elite of the elite in the podcast world. But let us know in the comments if the changes we made aren't enough and we'll continue to tweak until it's perfect. On that note, Pilsy, this is a big show and a big day. Where would you like to begin? I mean, yeah, for, first off, we're working on the audio stuff like Ross mentioned. I think we're going to go back to some editing processes we had before. So that should help. Hopefully, uh, my takes are usually awful, but I hope they can come through loud and clear. That's uh, the least I can do for all the listeners and viewers out there. But I mean, my God, what a day for the Ottawa Senators. There's so much news to get into, but it feels so good that we're finally getting an opportunity to talk about playing up against the Montreal Canadiens. Because yes, we got our a healthy dose of seeing the Habs in the preseason in four different provinces in a row. They played the Habs, so it's been a long time, but I'm happy it's here because these rivalry games are, they're always great to get up to, even if it doesn't matter. Like like you said yesterday, Ross, throw the standings, throw the record book out the window. These two games come to play every single time they're up against each other. The last time they played each other in a regular season game, you and I had boots on the ground. It was our first Send Central meetup before the game. The vibes were immaculate. Mark Kaslick becomes the first NHL player in history to get a fight and his first NHL goal on the same play. Absolutely amazing effort by the Ottawa Senators. Scott Sabrin had two assists, but he wasn't called up today. It was Jake Lucchini, who if you listen to Locked On Senators earlier this week, we thought that could be a possibility. DJ was so high on him when we spoke to him right after training camp. You mentioned four different provinces that these two teams played in. You can add a state of New York as well with the rookie tournament that they played in as yes. well. There was some I bad was there. blood. There. Obviously, Arbor Jack, I was public enemy. Number one, 
I'm not worried about a defenseman who's playing 11 minutes of the game and I believe is fifth in the NHL in penalty minutes. Let him run around. Let him take his penalties. The Ottawa Senators' power play is 37% yeah. since U.S. Thanksgiving. If he wants to be a donkey out there, pin the tail on him and score goals on the power play. That's the play. Yeah, agreed. And that's the thing. The Ottawa Senators are in no position to kind of fight back here with this injury-riddled lineup. Let them take the penalties. Let them be undisciplined and bump it up on the scoreboard because the Ottawa Senators are inching closer and closer to being in a position where the wins and losses will matter and they need, need, need to win up against the divisional rivals, especially the ones close to them. I would go as far to say, Ross, it is a must-win game. We have a must-win game sighting, and yes, I will agree with that, as we need to get these points for the Ottawa Senators as they sit right now. As we are going into tonight's game on Wednesday, the Ottawa Senators are four points behind Montreal with the same number of games played. Now, Ottawa is back in the basement of the Atlantic Division after Buffalo shut out L.A. last night. Craig Anderson, stick taps to you, sir. Always going to be an Andy fan. And those Goathead jerseys. 3-0 wearing them. Shocker. Look good, feel good, play good, as you mentioned to our friends at Locked On Sabres. But Pilsy, all of a sudden, this could be turned on its head because Ottawa's not only got Montreal tonight, but then you look at Saturday, their next game against the Detroit Red Wings, who are currently six points up. But guess what? They're six points up with three head-to-head games in the next two weeks. So pivotal to say the least, but Ottawa's going to be doing it shorthanded. We'll get to our players to watch, Locked On, Lookout, and Keys to Victory later on in the show. But Pilsy, let's talk about the guy who isn't going to be in the lineup. Tim Stutzla, the way he went down the tunnel was eerily reminiscent of how Josh Norris went down the tunnel, how Shane Pinto went down the tunnel. It is a shoulder injury, but it's a contusion, not a consortium, Pilsy. We're not talking about the sale right now. A contusion or a sprained uh, shoulder. It looks like he's going to be evaluated in one week. Pilsy, a week and a day after the injury, I'm boots on the ground in Winnipeg, so I got my fingers crossed, but ultimately, take it slow with Tim Stewart. So you do not want Pinto 2.0 where they brought him back and then lost him for the year. Yeah, the key here, and uh, we had 200 doctors in the postcast all giving their best uh, ideas about what the injury would be. The key is nothing structural with his shoulder. So... I'm not 100% sure on how the differences affect the length of injury, but nothing structural. That is what you want to hear because we've seen structural damage to shoulders on this team before, and it can be devastating. So that is great news. And we can get more into the Tim discussion, but we also got to update you on the Tyler Mott injury. It seems like he's going to be out around a week, just upper body injury, probably just banged up after hitting the ice pretty hard there. So there's an update on those updates. And for Tim Stutzla, he's always front and center when it comes to the Montreal Canadiens rivalry. And um, obviously those trash comments by Brendan Gallagher last year. And then Gallagher ends up trying to take a bunch of roughing penalties on him. Like that's the same thing that I'm hoping the Sens do tonight if Jack Eye starts trying to rattle the beehive. It's like take take the advice that Stutzla did last year. After those comments by Gallagher, they come to Ottawa he takes a dumb penalty, Ottawa scores on the power play, Ottawa wins the game, right? So just yep. just try to ignore the noise. I know it's easier to get sucked into it. And hey, if the score is out of hand, 
you and I love a good uh, a good rough game of hockey. So I'm not saying that make sure that the handshakes are all clean at the end of the game. You want some bad blood. It's what rivalries are all about, especially in your home barn, especially when you've probably, as a whole, definitely as a whole, have been underperforming this season and yeah. the Habs have been overperforming based off expectations. This is what should be a get-right game for the Ottawa Senators. And... Alex Dabrinkit, two goals last game, a goal the game before. He's on a six-game point streak, but he said it best. Three is a streak, and Ottawa has not been able to do that since that four-game win streak right at the start of the season. They've had two consecutive, sorry, three consecutive now, two-game win streaks, and the first two times, it was a letdown in game three. So they need to figure out a way to string a third win together and carry that momentum into the weekend. Yeah, especially with no more games up against the Anaheim Ducks this season. Uh, you want, you don't get those uh, easy ones as that was a tough game for the Ducks up against the Leafs last night. Um, but the th- How about the Ducks? Sorry, I love taking shots at the Ducks. They came to Ontario and got outscored 10 nothing in two games. Yeah, yikes. Talk, we always talk about all oh, the big Western California road trip. Well, now that it's spun on their heads, they're thinking, oh my God, we got to go to Ontario here? Look out. But... Um, Speaking of, there's obviously some guys out for the Ottawa Senators, but the Montreal Canadiens, they've got a couple injuries too. No Monaghan, no Brendan Gallagher. Um, oh, he's I'm out kinda, too? Yeah, I'm kind of glad there's no Gallagher. I'm just sick of that guy. Uh, not obviously, we don't, uh, we hope he's healthy and doing all right, but I don't need to see him playing up against the Ottawa Senators. I don't even know what he's thinking. He's just a complete brickhead. He's got nothing up there. Just bad, bad guy, bad player, but what a joke he is. What a joke he is. Brady Kachuk saying it how it is. Brady Kachuk, I should remind everyone, oh, could have been half, but isn't. Thank God for that. Oh, my goodness. If I had to make you guess, Pilsy, as we do love a good trivia on this yes. show, how many points does Brady Kachuk have against the Montreal Canadiens if I tell you it's 21 games? It's actually not as high as I thought. I'm going to go 17 points. 16 points, eight goals, okay. eight assists, 45 penalty minutes. Of course, he got that fighting major against Shea Weber a couple of years ago. But I should say, three of those eight goals, game winners. I was so, going to say, that's the stat. Yep. So we will get to that in a little bit. But first, Pilsy, we got to talk to our friends uh, about our friends at Farm to Fork. This episode is brought to you by Farm to Fork. It's a meat and seafood delivery service, premium meats, flash frozen. So... You never have to worry about anything except what sides are you going to put with this amazing cut of meat. And we want to actually give away some meat. Get this. Christmas dinner to you for $400 value. Thanks to our friends at Farm to Fork. Head to our Instagram page, LockedOn.Senators, and go to tag two friends, share it, pass it along, and you enter to win Christmas dinner, like Christmas dinner. That's the one stressful part of Christmas. Maybe after getting gifts is you don't want to sit there in the kitchen and work, work, work. So let farm to fork bring dinner for you. Our friends at farm to fork know that you'll love their product so much. They want to give you a little push into the market. So go there and use Zub 15. It's Zub 15. Why is it Zub 15 Pilsy? Why do we make it so easy? Zub 15 for 15% off. It's to remind you that the website is www.farm2, two as in Artem Zub's number, twoforkdelivery.ca. And we delivered some to at Lalim's Martian yes. and Mark Mathot. It's getting rave reviews, so go get yours today. 
farm2forkdelivery.ca. Taste the farm to fork difference at our friends, Farm to Fork. This episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. This is going to be a very interesting game in the sports gambling world as the Ottawa Senators host the Montreal Canadiens. The Sens are heavy favorites despite all the injuries. Let's hope that that reflects in the score because we need this win for the Ottawa Senators. But you don't have to just bet on winners and losers. There's so much more you can bet on. The Brady Kachuk shot totals is up to four and a half now. We we gave it away. But when it hits, what, 20 out of 27 times, Ross, that will happen. Our friends over at Bet Online and in Vegas, they'll catch on eventually. But four and a half shots for Brady still isn't that unattainable. So you can hit that. There's lots of props. Maybe take a look at the over in this game with some poor defense uh, units here. But... Not just hockey either, guys. There's football going on tomorrow. Basketball, baseball offseason is getting intense, so you need to be looking at futures there. Golf, the World Cup is heading to the final Argentina, and we're not sure of the winner of France and Morocco yet. It's going to be France. It's probably going to be France. So two, the two powerhouses really are going up against each other. Can Messi get his World Cup in what he's said is his last World Cup game ever? Or no. can France go back to back? We no, We don't know yet. So that's what we're looking at here at Bet Online. Check it out. They are the trusted online sportsbook of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's betonline.net where the game starts. listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Brandon Piller here on a game day for the Ottawa Senators. But there was some interesting news that came across the wire this morning, what we call Twitter in this day and age. And that's Alex Formanton, who, of course, the speculation continues around him. Nothing is for certain other than the fact that he is playing in Italy. For the rest of the year, it's actually the Swiss League, but he plays for the Italian team, Embryo Piotta. And uh, I thought it was very interesting in their press release saying, look, we're aware that there's an investigation going on. We have, and I'm having trouble like even saying it because we've been trying to make sure that we're saying the right, like factual, correct things all along. And it's hard for me because it's Google Translate, right? Like it's an Italian press release that we're turning into English. Basically, they spoke to him, they spoke to his agent, and they have nothing to assume anything but his innocence in this case. However, there's a clause in the contract that if anything changes, the team has the opportunity to say au revoir, bye-bye, if anything does come out. But it is noteworthy. He's playing in the Swiss League where, let's be honest, we've always said this guy is a heck of a hockey player, a fast skater. Like His asset of skating... He is going to dominate on big ice. Yep, big time. And uh, noteworthy that he will be joining our good friend, Philip Schlappick, is on that team. Uh, and uh, Schlappy's having a good season over there. He's one of their top goal scorers. And also interesting to note, um, I'm sure this is based on amount of imports you can have, but for Alex Formanton to go there, Nick Shore had to be released so that they could bring in another import. So clearly this is a move they think is going to help their hockey team. And yeah, I agree with you. I think Alex Formanton 
there's no reason why he shouldn't dominate over there. Although, who knows how much he's been training, right? Who knows how much he's been skating? I I literally don't th- think anyone knows other than people close to him. We haven't heard a single peep out of where he's been during this whole time. So it's going to be interesting to see if it takes him a while to kind of get his feet uh, back going again up to that speed he's used to. But just like you already said it, but I need to preface it anytime we talk about Formington. We're not sure where things are at. Clearly, the uh, the Swiss League over there has done their investigation. They've done their due diligence. And the key thing to note, as you mentioned, is that this can all change with uh, new information coming out. But you know what? I, I think if you're Alex Formanton, this is a pretty good spot for you to land. I think a lot of people kind of had him going over to the KHL. I think you probably it's it's better to be in Italy than uh, in Russia these days. So that's not a bad landing spot uh, for him. And the Swiss League is good hockey still. I mean, that's where Austin Matthews went before he came to the NHL. There's lots of players that went there during the COVID lockout uh, from North America that were over there. So it's good hockey and they play a skilled, skilled game over there. So I think it's going to translate very well for Formanton. Okay, so Ambry is the name of the town. It's actually in Switzerland, but it's in a uh, it's in a part of Switzerland that speaks Italian. So I was at least right on. Our there. geography has not always been one hundred percent factual on this show. Hand up. Come on, man. Don't put us. Don't put us in that spot. You want to see something crazy cool though? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. You know, we did this with Lassie Thompson. We did this with Roby Jarventi. Like yeah. we we have a lot of interest in taking a peek around the landscape of European hockey. This is the rink in the little town. It's literally in between two mountains. And it's this little, like, circular roof. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So kind of, I'd say interesting that he's decided to play in Switzerland and uh, with Philip Schlappick. And Nick Shore might be the most obscure hashtag sends abroad out there. He played six games with Ottawa in the 2017-18 season. If he comes back to North America, he could challenge Logan Shaw as most Canadian teams play. Hmm. He's played for Ottawa, Calgary, Toronto, and Winnipeg all already. So he's got four already covered. I think uh, if you include juniors, I think that um, Logan Shaw is up to like seven or eight. But yep. okay, so that's the update on Alex Formanton. I uh, don't know when he's expected to be in the lineup, uh, but we'll be we'll be following him. I, I think it's going to be very intriguing to see what's next. And Gary Bettman said they're in the home stretch of the investigation. So I'm sure everyone kind of has to get their um, their interlocked stories together, like make sure that the NHL's investigation makes sense with the London police investigation. Of, of course, we're just thinking about the victim in all this and how every time anyone's name is in the news, it just reopens that wound that we hope is uh, eventually going to be able to heal uh, in this situation. But Alex Formanton will be playing in Switzerland for the rest of the year. The Ottawa Senators will be playing in Canada tonight. For another home game with a chance to make their streak three. Three wins in a row. They failed the last two opportunities in this spot. But what's different now other than losing their top center? We'll get into a full game day preview coming up right here. Pilsy, are we hitting an ad break right now or just hit the music? Hit the music, as DJ Smith would say. (laughs) All right. Coming up next, we'll get a full game day preview. You're listening to Locked On Senators, your team every day. All 
Pillsy throw out the record books when these two teams get together. That just seems like the most cliche line of all time. But there is a little something special when the Sens and Habs get together. Because unlike with the Leafs, where they haven't made the, the playoffs against Ottawa since 2004, there's a little more recent history. I know a lot of the characters have changed, but you've had the 2013 playoffs that was very hot under the collar, very vocal in the media about how much each team hated each other. 2015, that quick whistle in game six, I'm still not over. But these teams have a history with one another. There's no question. So I'm getting up for this game. It's a seven o'clock puck drop. The only problem is Sportsnet. It's a national game Wednesday. So commentary to be decided how good it's going to be. That to say, the quality of hockey, again, wherever these teams are in the standings, it's always going to be entertaining fast-paced and Pilsy you were even mentioning as we we're going through the Habs forward core you're like that's actually not bad yeah it, it's a decent forward core especially because they've they've kind of had guys just fall fall into their lap there like Hoffman I think is kind of getting back to where he used to be Dadanov he is what he is these days but still if you if he's in the spot to score he's a dangerous threat and they got some injuries with um Monaghan and Gallagher out but the forward core I actually think is it's pretty decent here, especially that top line, the kid line of uh, Suzuki, Caulfield, and Doc. Like, man, that is a that's a tough line. As uh, I'll, I might as well keep going through here. So I already mentioned that top line. Then you've got Dadnov with Dvorak and Hoffman, Slavkovsky with Evans and Anderson, Pazetta, Druan, all the way down on the fourth line there with Armia. Then the decor. This is where the decor kind of looks uh, similar to the Ottawa Senators. You got Edmondson with Gooley, Harris with, oh, Ross, you're going to have to hop in and do this one for me as a Manitoba, a Manitoba moose guy. Manitoba. Yeah. Manitoba. <laughs> what are you that's, talking about? That's Jonathan Kovacevic, uh, who played for the moose. The Winnipeg Jets put him on waivers and the Habs snapped him up at the end of training camp. Yeah. And then another easy name to say, Arbor Jacki. Very simple to look at, read, and pronounce. And then you've got Chris Weidman with him. And Sam Montembeau will be starting in this game. So weird. Yet another backup goalie for your Ottawa Senators to face. Well, yeah, I guess in a sense. I do feel like he's he's played a decent amount of games. What's the split on the Habs between Montembeau and Allen? It, it is close. I guess it's more a 1B situation than a true well, backup. 19-9. Nineteen and nine. So I mean, yeah, Allen's definitely their starter, but he's played more, I think, than the average backup. He's actually five two and two on the season, a nine oh eight save percentage, a two ninety seven goals against. So better numbers than Jake yeah. Allen, but less games, albeit. Okay. Now as we look to our lookout player, Pilsy, do you have one in mind? As we should mention as well, the Habs are fourteen, twelve, and two on the season, five, four, and one. In their last 10 games, their top scorer is Nick Suzuki, who has 29 points in 28 games. And as you're watching on YouTube, as Pilsy gives you his lookout player, I'm going to pull up the Montreal Canadiens stat chart, as we'll add a little uh, value here to our broadcast to make sure. I'll give you a little reading material as Pilsy goes and picks which player he'll be locked on to tonight. I'm going to be locked on to Josh Anderson tonight, Ross. Uh, this is a guy that I think... Sense fans maybe downplay his ability because I, I don't know. It just seems like 
he, he's kind of an up and down player when we see him up against the Ottawa Senators, but he's someone that I'm always watching out for because he's a big power forward and his ability to go down the wing and drive hard to the net and create offense is still there in my mind. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see in 26 games, he has eight goals and two assists. So pretty underwhelming numbers for a guy that's expected to do a lot more in Montreal, but a big body like that. And when he's able to really kind of, do whatever he wants in front of the net. That's someone you need to look out for. So I will be looking out for Josh Anderson tonight. I like that. And and he had a, a good couple of games recently. So he's a guy who, yeah, it, it seems like he's got all the tools, but no toolbox sometimes. Kind of. Yep. He's got the speed. He's got the physicality. He's got the shot, but maybe the, the hockey IQ isn't quite where guys like, you know, Suzuki and, and, uh, and, and Caulfield, those guys who can play at a high level consistently. But my lookout player is the first overall pick, Uri Slavkowski. It's his first game up against the Ottawa Senators, and he's got nine points in 23 games on the season, but it's been a lot better for him recently, especially. He's got four points in his last six games, and his ice time is starting to track up. There's a few games earlier on in the season. He's played a handful, actually. Let's see. He's played five games this season under 10 minutes. He's played five games between 10 minutes and 10 and a half minutes. He's played five more games under 12 and a half minutes, but now all recent games, he's starting to be trusted more and more. Last game against Calgary, he gets an assist and he's up over 15 minutes. Of course, uh, the injuries in their top six have something to do with it. Sean Monaghan is out, so that opens a spot and they've shifted guys around. And I, I just think, and we just said he's going to play on the third line tonight, but that could be an option. He's getting some power play time. I'm very intrigued because I, I just kept seeing everyone say that for the best of his development would be nine games and then put him in the, the Miko Rantanen path of go dominate the AHL, feel good about yourself. But they're certainly confident that it's going to be no problem for him. I, I kind of wonder too, like if you don't think that it's going to hurt their development to be in the NHL, burning a year is almost a good thing then, isn't it, Pilsy? Because they have less runway afterwards to be that dominant force and earn that huge second contract that guys on Ottawa are getting because they had the opportunity, the Stutzels, the Norrises, they're coming out of their entry level and jumping right up to seven, eight mil. If you can hold a guy and still keep his confidence so that he's not, you know, plateauing early, which is always the risk involved, then I think that it's, it could be an apt decision. And certainly he's produced half the points of his season in the last six games. Yeah, no, that's fair. There's kind of two spin zones you can take when you're talking about burning a gear. I, I think the thing that's most important is it pretty much always comes down to how does a player play in his final year. And like, that's why contract years are so heavily kind of emphasized. And people always are like, Oh, contract year, big year coming up. Cause the players know they'll get a lot of their uh, value comes off how their previous season went. So yeah, it's definitely interesting. And yeah, Slavkovsky, that's going to be someone that uh, we all got to look out for here. Cause I talked about Anderson being a power forward. Well, Slavkovsky has the frame to do that. Does he have the experience and kind of the uh, awareness how to use his body properly in the NHL? Maybe not, but that's another big guy you got to deal with up there. And hello to all the Chicago Blackhawks fans who are hate watching this episode because they're seeing two guys who got away. Like Kirby Dak's got 19 points in 28 games. 
right? Yeah. And then Alex Debrinkit on the other side. Those are two young players that you would think would be a part of any rebuild. I am still baffled that those are the moves they decided to make. Like Kirby, when sure Kirby Doc had his injury problems and it, things weren't really clicking in Chicago, but you could tell that that kid has the makings to be a really good player. And it's so weird that they gave up on him like that. And then I mean Debrinkit, yeah, that's. It's crazy. I mean, Korchinski is start is his trending upward. It looks like he might be on the top pair for Team Canada, but oh, still. There, but. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's changed around with camp here, but oh, still I mean, giving up on. Player. He's my favorite player right now while he's wearing the Maple Leaf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're all fans of Korchinski. I mean, yeah, it's it's fine. Um, but to give up on Dabrinka and Dak when you're trying to rebuild and hang on to Kane and Taves, yeah. bit of a head scratcher. Just going to say that. So hello to all the Blackhawks fans out there. Enjoy tonight's game between Kirby Tack <laughs> and Alex Debrinkit. Thank you for your service out there. All right, to the Ottawa Senators, whose lineup, it's certainly a lineup Yeesh. of hockey players playing in a game tonight. I'll run through it. We've got Derek Brassard, who, Levy Lock, point tonight for Derek Brassard. Levy Lock, Derek Brassard, anytime point tonight. Derek Brassard in between Brady Kachuk and Claude Giroux. Shane Pinto between Alex Debrinkat Meow and Drake Batherson. Rourke Chartier in between Jake Lucini and Dylan Gambrell. The fourth line remains the same. Mark Kaslick, Parker Kelly, and Austin Watson on defense. Thomas Shabbat with Nikita Zaitsev. Jake Sanderson with Travis Hamanick. Eric Branstrom with Nick Holden. Cam Talbot again did not skate this morning, but it worked last time as he's coming off his first shutout. As a member of the Ottawa Senators, we believe that he will start. Anton Forsberg, certainly there. Dylan Hetherington is the extra. And the infirmary has grown so much that I didn't have space to put in Tim Stutzla, as you can add him to the injured or list. Or Tyler Mott. Yeah, with Josh Norris, Matthew Joseph, Tyler Mott, Jacob Bernard Docker, and Artem Zoo. All right, deep breath. Pilsy, who's your locked-on player to watch tonight for the Ottawa Senators? Nice. I'm glad, I'm glad you passed it off to me because you were going to steal the most obvious choice of the night. It's Jake Lucini, our guy, Ross. We talked about it. Everyone's like, give me Crook or give me Sokolov. Well, DJ Smith likes his veteran players. And although maybe you could say Igor Sokolov has more NHL games than uh, Jake Lucini. So the veteran status there, not quite the same. But Lucini is 27. He's got good experience in the AHL. And... It's so juicy that he gets his NHL debut up against the Montreal Canadiens because they traded him to the Ottawa Senators franchise for future considerations. Still trying to find out what those uh, ended up being, Ross. You know I'm on the hunt to figure out what future considerations to end up uh, turning out to be. Still trying to find out what uh, the Senators' uh, future considerations in the Murray trade are. But uh, let's stick to Lucini here. uh, He's undrafted. He's dominated up against Laval with the Belleville Senators with 17 points in 19 games. So this is a guy that I think Sens fans may not know a lot about if you're not following Belleville closely. But look out. He can really put up points. He led the Belleville Senators in points last year. And he's having another good season for them. So And go watch uh, his video with the Ottawa Senators. He just seems like a good salt of the earth kid. Like I know he's on the the left coast there, Ross, uh, hailing from Trail, BC, nice little town. But he, he seems like a good guy. So I, I'm cheering for Jake Lucini. That's for sure. 
Yeah, maybe when he gets back to Belleville, we can talk to Footy, get him on the show. That'd be great. Yeah. Like really good, like in their content pieces in Belleville, too. He looks like a good guy. I'm cheering for him as well. If it gets to a shootout, I'm not saying he's going to be one of the first couple shooters, but he has a backhand forehand move that is reminiscent of Bobby Ryan. So keep an eye out for that if it gets to a shootout that we could see Jake Lucchini pull a rabbit out of his hat. Go to, just type in my name on YouTube. I did a um, a demo reel after I called the Belleville games last year, and one of the goals is exactly what I'm talking about, Lucchini in the shootout. Sneaky way to get uh, your demo reels a couple extra clicks, eh? Nice, I see exactly. what you're doing there, Ross. Exactly. You know what else you're going to see I'm doing? My locked-on player is on this list. <laughs> I mean, I, I was trying to find a different player that's playing tonight to make a smart comment, but Jacob Bernard Docker is not playing tonight, so it's obvious who you're talking about. Who would you rather have in your system right now, Jacob Bernard Docker or Jesperi Kotkaniemi on an eight-year contract? I will take JBD. Thank you. <laughs> how, how about Brady Kachuk? Yes, please. So Brady Kachuk is my locked-on player. When this team needs a push, he is pushing. And when this team needs a leader... He is leading, and the Senators need both tonight with a depleted roster, nobody up the middle, really. So I'm going to be looking for both Brady Kachuk and Claude Giroux to be nasty in the faceoff circle. I need those guys snapping it back. I know they play at the same time. Giroux takes draws in the right circle, and Brady takes draws in the left circle, both on their strong side. But they need to bring possession to the Ottawa Senators in tonight's game. I'm looking for Brady to have a captainship performance tonight. Yep. At this ETC, at Laleem's Martian, is boots on the ground, and he's going to run home and get here for the postcast. We might start before him. We're not going to wait half an hour or anything like that, especially after Sens-Habs game. We'll get our immediate reaction following this game, but it's got to be Brady Kachuk. When the games get bigger, so does his play, and this is the type of game here at home against Montreal, first time this season. He's going to have a big night. Nice. I love it. Yeah, Brady, Brady Kachuk, I feel like, Every single Habs game we've previewed, Ross, one of us has taken Brady Kachuk as our locked-on player. So thank you for carrying on that tradition. I mean, how could we not, right? You look at what this guy brings. I mean, when Jake Lucchini's right there, you got to take it, but yeah. Jake Lucchini is right there, the first guy off the board. Uh, Give me a key to victory, and then we'll wrap it up because we are recording late. We appreciate everyone's patience. Uh, We're going to do the same tomorrow. I'm on the, the morning shift, so we'll come back. Not a game day, not as crucial but just so you know a little peek behind the curtain uh as it's about almost 4 p.m so we're gonna get this out as soon as possible right before game day but again make sure you're tuned in the postcast will be electric the full postcast crew again it's been few and far between but we're gonna make it happen right here tonight sends and habs wednesday night hockey feel the excitement pilsey how can we feel a senator's victory tonight well we mentioned it so i'll just kind of echo and amplify it is stay disciplined This is a weak, weak lineup for the Ottawa Senators. The injury list is wild. That press box is going to be packed with injured Sens players, unfortunately, and big ones at that. So how are you going to win this game? Stick to what's working. The power play for the Ottawa Senators. Even without guys like Norris, guys like Stutzla, guys um, like uh, Matthew Joseph, sometimes on the second unit, even without those players, this power play unit is still good. They're sixth in the league at 27.4%. Although the Montreal Canadiens penalty kills in the top uh, 10 
of the league with over 80% success rate. So it's not going to be easy, but I think the best way for Ottawa to win this game is to rely on that power play, which has been really hot lately. And with Alex to bring it, kind of heating up and hopefully as Liam's Martian says the floodgates are opening that's a chance to get him going again so I want to see good disciplined hockey and make the Habs pay for their silly mistakes I've got a stat for you Ooh. since the home opener the Ottawa Senators have not won a game when allowing three or more goals two goals okay. is the limit so hold the Habs to two or less would be ideal. How can they do that? I think by playing discipline, of course, that's that's an easy uh, number one problem when, or, or sorry, number one asset when your team is so good on the power play is you can't give up power plays. Now, the PK has been great. The PK's killed off nine in a row since the LA game when you go through Dallas, Nashville, and, well, the Ducks power play is a joke. So I, I have trouble even like keeping that involved, but I think that being able to protect the goaltender, like Cam Talbot, great shutout. He had he did not have to be spectacular. Do not make your goalie have to be spectacular tonight. Play a, a, a concerted game. Don't get carried away with the outside stuff. If a kid who's playing 10 minutes a night is trying to ruffle feathers, just don't even don't even do anything. The Senators are too short-handed as a whole to have Mark Kaslik sitting in the box for five minutes. Because I think if anyone goes jack-eye, it's going to be Mark Kaslik. Yeah, you I would hope. hope. I hope it's not Austin Watson because it's not going to turn out well. Or Brady Kachuk because that's just not worth his time. Let's be honest. Barber <laughs> jack-eye might not make as much money in his career as Brady Kachuk is making this season. So do not, yeah. do not get involved with that. If it's at the end of the game, you want to have some fun, it's out of reach, you're winning. Let's go. Show the fans a show. It's entertainment, but you know what's more important than entertainment? It's results, and the Ottawa Senators need a third straight win. They're the fourth hottest team in the NHL in the last two weeks, but it's a small sample size. So let's see the sample size grow, continue to get better, and win three games in a row because it's been win two, lose one, win two, lose one, win two, overtime loss, win two. Okay, let's get a win tonight. And let's celebrate in the postcast, all right? But if we don't, you know, we regroup, we figure it out. Um, but it's always entertaining when these two teams get together and we're excited that uh, we get the opportunity to watch it. And oh, yeah. it's not like it's not like Detroit where they're going to play them once and then play them right again. Ottawa's going to have to wait to play Montreal again, unfortunately. They don't play them until well into the new year. They've got, oh, here we go, in January, end of January, a home-and-home home against the Montreal Canadiens. They actually, the Ooh. 27th, they're in Toronto. The 28th, they're home to Montreal, and then they have two days off, and then they're in Montreal. So that'll be that'll be a solid way to end January, and then Pilsy, you and I are ending February by packing our bags and going to Cabo. So you know what? Let's end December off, end the year off with a little streak. Let's go streaking, Pilsy. Not on the podcast, <laughs> but uh, what do you call it when you're not actually doing something? But In spirit. In spirit, sure. No, there's better. Hypothetically? Hmm. Let us know in the comments. What we <laughs> yeah, let <laughs> us know in the comments what the word of the day is. Yes, please. So the word of the day is, yeah, we'll play the music once we have it. So let us know tomorrow. Uh, we are doing it in spirit. No, no. All right. Any final thoughts on today's show? Uh, final thoughts for me is it's going to be interesting whenever these two teams play in Ottawa. There's a clash of both fan bases here. Who will get to start the na-na-na-na 
na 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 hey 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 goodbye chant it's not that one my favorite and i do it every home game against montreal or toronto the olay the traffic oh yes yeah beat the traffic i love that and i hope that, that those are heading to the ctc tonight if you're listening oh. to this right now in the car on the way to the ctc i need video at send central i need it tweeted in at send central on twitter you giving beat the traffic chance to the habs although the irony is yes make those videos but also part like the red sea for martian to get through to beat the traffic so he can get home and do the postcast asap <laughs> yes if you see martian's vehicle behind you it's got the little what does uh marvin the martian have that little red gun with the with the yeah, yeah the little uh laser blaster yep or if you see the feathers on the top of his hat Make like it's an emergency vehicle and just veer off and let them get home for the postcast. Yep. My final thoughts are I hate the Habs. They're my least favorite team in the National Hockey League. And watching them lose is one of my favorite things to do. So let's go get a win tonight. For today, though, we say goodbye. We'll see you in the postcast in like five hours. So uh, it's time for a nap. Early morning, time for a nap. You know, get the juices flowing. Uh any levy lock? So I got a levy lock. Do you have any props you're hitting tonight? Let's end off with that. I'm going um, Derek Broussard anytime point. I'm going to sprinkle yep. like a dollar fifty or two dollars on two points because I think if the Sens do well, Sens win. I think Derek Broussard is going to be a part of it, whether it's on the power play and Pilsy. How can you not mention a francophone going up against the Habs for the first time wearing a Sens jersey? We're going anytime goal scorer Ooh, yes. close through. Tonight, Claude Giroux. Let's pull up right here. Claude Sweet. Giroux against the Montreal Canadiens in his career. Where where do you think? You think he's almost point per game? I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. 30 points in 40 games. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. Still, still pretty good. Um, Yeah, there's a bunch of things I'm interested in here. But I, whenever these two teams play, Ross, and I mentioned it uh, briefly earlier, I'm looking at that over. It's at six and a half. I'm pretty sure it's at even money. Last I checked, I bet online. So... And the over is fun because then when goals happen, you're like, even if the Habs score, you're like, okay, that helps the over. And it it mo- motivates me to cheer for more Sens goals to get back in this game. So the over is always fun in these. So mine would be hit the over today. All right. Thanks to our friends at betonline.net and our friends at Farm to Fork. Farm to Fork Delivery.ca. Go check out the website right now and use promo code ZOOB15 for 15% off your next order. For today, we say goodbye. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan, and this has been the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day. <laughs>